0: Hi, I'm Ricardo Deakin,
1: And I'm Orla McNeilis. And
0: welcome to The Recommendation Game, a Film of the Week podcast where we take turns choosing films and we watch them and then we meet to discuss them. This week's film was picked by Orla. Yep. It's Persepolis, directed by Marjane Satrapi and Vincent Paronnaud, produced by Xavier Ringo, Marc-Antoine Robert Kathleen Kennedy, screenplay by Marjane Satrapi and Vincent Porno, based on Persepolis by Marjane Satrapi, starring Chiara Mastroianni, Catherine Deneuve, Gabriel Lopez, and Danielle Daroux. The IMDb synopsis for this motion picture is as follows: <laughs> is as follows. Just
1: false. waiting for him to scroll. Ricardo did not print off the. Uh...
0: Hey, thanks, <laughs> rot. Um, <laughs> A precocious and outspoken Iranian girl grows up during the Islamic Revolution. Which is succinct.
1: Mm, short and sweet. And uh, um, also, you got through it eventually. <laughs> oh yeah, like
0: uh,
1: <laughs> more foreign names for you. You know, you know how I love that.
0: Yeah, surprising to see Kathleen Kennedy there, uh, head of Marvel. No, Disney now. Yeah, she used to, like, she produced most of Spielberg's films as well.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, I did realize that whenever you were going through the names that you really kind of perked up when you said that one, and I thought it was just because it was an English (laughs) language name.
0: (laughs) I'm I'm not that easily fucking satisfied. (laughs) I
1: don't know. You've had to do an awful lot of foreign names.
0: The chances of me mispronouncing Kathleen Kennedy is the same (laughs) as any of the other names. Yeah, that's true. Uh, You picked the movie this week, Orla. I did, yeah. Why did you pick this movie?
1: Um, I picked it because... uh, this is our second animation, and we'd already done—I um, um, suppose—a more technically complex, um, like as in technically uh, complex movie, where uh, the animation is—you know—it's almost like paintings. They're—they're they're beautiful. Everything is—you know—incredibly detailed and incredibly well presented. Um, This is obviously something completely different stylistically um, but I think it really is able to show the strength of animation and how versatile animation can be in storytelling Um, and also thematically I think this film is really interesting. I think it delves into an awful lot of interesting topics and also like it's very it's very layered for something that on its face is very simple and I think that it really, it touches on themes of like exile and identity and, and some things as well that we've talked about before in various films. So I was keen to see what you thought of it. What do you think of it?
0: Well, for one, it was quite interesting to have two Orla picks back to back with direct Rocky references. <laughs>
1: you know how I love that.
0: <laughs> and um, well, uh, past the, like, I, I was kind of iffy about it uh because they they saba and I'm going to think that I'd be able to <laughs> get to over get that over <laughs> and um like I said in the last episode that I usually wouldn't have watched this movie but I I thought that it was going to be a different movie than it was oh, because really? Okay. Uh, I thought What like, did you know about it before? All um... I knew that it was um, a French Iranian movie mm. and what I'd seen, like, back in the day when it came out was that the famous image of the two Iranian women over her. When oh, in her like, little leather jacket, out. yeah. And I thought that it was just about being an immigrant in Paris, you know? Oh, you thought, you thought yeah, that was the whole story? Yeah, I didn't know that I uh, had anything in Iran to begin with. And, like, that period in history is very, very interesting. and
1: um, Iranian history, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: and very not that well told uh, like I don't think that many people would have known about uh, the levels of casualties in the Iraq-Iranian war Yeah. that like it completely pills well at least for American casualties because the <laughs> Vietnamese yeah. died in droves but it, like in Vietnam the in America it's like oh my god 58,000 Americans died mm. and then like here we're talking about millions of people Um, but the film itself I really liked it yeah but incredibly frustrated with it for one small reason (laughs) okay it is far too short oh the film should be about three (laughs) hours long like (laughs) you know
1: what's interesting is that i'd actually i'd written down um because whenever i hadn't watched this in years because i bought i have it in dvd somewhere and i remember whenever i bought it i think i was in college and uh I probably watched it about three times because I really liked it and then I hadn't watched it since. And it was funny um, getting to the end of it and I was like, that's it? You know, because it's 90 minutes or 90 something minutes. 97 but, minutes, yeah. yeah. but it feels so much shorter. And that very last, because like, this is very much broken into little vignettes, but that very last section which like by the time we get to the the part where she's really suffering from depression then her kind of movement out of that and then into her marriage and everything that last section after her marriage is far too short and i completely agree with you but
0: that's like throughout the entire movie if you think about something oh do um, do you think
1: that it was too snappy
0: yeah it was way too snappy i counted i lost count at 30 scenes in a row that were less than a minute and a half yeah and, well,
1: I didn't have a problem with that. But it's
0: not that it's only too snappy. Is that in moments it works because you're dealing with a lot of information that mm. it's being given to you. And in general, it's done well. But it's more a feel than anything else. Is that the film that uh, I kept thinking back on was Cinema Paradiso? Yeah. But not that it, this film shares anything with it. Yeah. But is the sense that when time passes in Cinema paradiso, it feels like time passing. Yeah. And then this isn't from somebody being 13 to early 20s with fair amount of detail of her life throughout those 10 years. Yeah. Like in specific moments that I'll get to as well. But as a whole, I didn't feel the the journey has been as long as really? I felt that it should have been. Like, that's the thing is that I can understand there's been an ad- adaptation that obviously uh, there'll be more material in the in the graphic novels. Yeah, they definitely... Cause but, she was and as well, like a three-hour... Yeah, like yeah. she wrote the, the graphic novel. It's based on her life. And mm. she also wrote and co-directed the movie. Yeah. So her imprints are throughout the movie. But it it feels far too compressed in a way that it, 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 in a good way made me want more of it, but it wasn't yeah. just like more of the ending. It was more of it throughout. That there were moments that I think that I needed to. Th- there was a lot of moments that needed room to breathe. Yeah, they are not given room to breathe. So looking back on it, because there are such you emotional an, moments. Do you think
1: it's an editing issue?
0: I think it's an editing issue, but as well, like animation, it's uh, by nature your, your by the time that you shoot the movie, mm. you've already edited it pretty much. Yeah. So I think it's the decision from the the screenplay onwards. But as well, it's like who's gonna release a foreign language three hour long?
1: Well, no, I, I think I think it's interesting that you say that because although I did have a problem with um, the the very last part of it. Um, at the same time, whenever you you gets to the point where they say that she's twenty one, because her mum is obviously upset that she's twenty one and getting married, because it's not what she wanted for her. I couldn't believe that she was twenty one because I was like, she must be older because so much has happened to her. Like it didn't for me. It it really felt like up until that point that the time had passed. Like I it, I really felt sort of um that we'd been on the journey with her for a long time. And that, you know, like, I understand what you mean, but I didn't really feel that at all until sort of a certain point in the film where it it felt a bit, not rushed, but just
0: I I don't think that it's even... uh, How can I put it as well? Like, even for character-wise, that the only two characters that really register, like, as completely three-dimensional characters, are the grandmother and Marjane. And uh, not that it's a huge issue because they're really interesting characters
1: yeah yeah we'll get on to that but obviously interesting But the th- for the me it's more that
0: like there's moments in her development as a character Marjane mm-hmm. that it is interesting if one or two of them were the, the choices like the the rape that is completely ambiguous yeah, or yeah, robbery yeah, yeah, etc yeah. that is not lingered upon and I don't have an issue with that is that for example when she's homeless Yeah. That it is one minute on screen. Mm. So even though it's a very well done minute, it doesn't feel like in other movies or novels or any art form, perhaps even the graphic novel. Yeah. That uh, it feels like that moment that she is going to die of exposure. Yeah. You know what I mean? That even though you know that the character is not going to die, that you think, oh, they're going to die. Because they're just outside. It's like one minute and as well, they skip over. Uh, She's living with this person and then she gets kicked out of the house, but then doesn't have the money to live anywhere else. But she was paying rent in that other place. Yeah. So you're like, why suddenly your parents obviously were paying your rent in the other place? Yeah. Why you're completely homeless now? Whenever she
1: does finally contact her parents, though, they say to her that we haven't heard from you.
0: So yeah, but like in the like the sense of desperation, then exactly it's the like mm. there's no uh, well it's because more, it's, it skips it's over kinda... there's no motivation for her to be suffering that much just because uh, I ran out uh, I had a fight with my landlady you know that she gets to the point of dying nearly yeah and well
1: I think part of that as well is that like the way she portrays herself because she is portraying herself like this is obviously autobiographical is that she's not kind of giving herself any real sympathy. And I think it's it's very much implied that she knows that she, because she's obviously very young when she's in Vienna and when all this is happening. So I think it's very much implied that she knows that the, what she did was foolish, that she allowed herself to get so close to death, like after, you know, surviving. Because I think there's a line where she says, like, where she survives... Um, you know, the bombs in Iran and yet nearly dies on the streets. Like, the, the ridiculousness of that and the fact that, like, she didn't have to, like, you know, people would have helped her, but that she'd gone on such a spiral of, you know, that it, I think it's acknowledged I, that but it's... But I
0: didn't feel that spiral because uh, that whole section... It's too quick. Happens in four minutes tops.
1: He <laughs> just there with a fucking stopwatch.
0: No, but like, it's it's something that I noticed that it was like, yeah. I want more of it because it was really gripping. But mm. is that each section would, the only one that really, uh, like subverted my expectations that what the movie had done up to that point was when she breaks up with the, the blonde boyfriend, the Aryan guy. Yeah. The, uh she goes back to remembering their relationship and, like, he's <laughs> horrible looking. Yeah. And, and like, that worked because it was the jarring effect of, like, the uh, the memory of what you just saw. To yeah, this. yeah. And because it, it flashes over, it, it recreates that feeling when you're first falling in love that you don't see the the actual flaws. Yeah. And I think that really worked. But in other moments throughout the... Even during the war, the bombing. I remember the Hope and Glory, the um, uh, John Borman movie about kids growing up during the Blitz. Mm. And it was the the attention to detail on the, the little things, you yeah. know, having that room to breathe. It was either make it a three-hour movie or make it into two movies for me. Yeah. Because everything in the movie is good. I'm not saying that it's not. Mm-hmm but the beats don't go long enough t- for me to create that empathy with the characters, sometimes because of the animation, but I don't think that it is any animation could have done the, yeah, the job. Yeah, yeah, in that it's just time. because you don't have the human eyes to connect straight away like with a like a kid just looking sad breaks your heart. That's like it's just a human reaction. Mm. But So
1: you find that the animation was kind of a barrier. So the animation paired with the short time frame.
0: No, because like I I think that if you made this movie in live action, it would not come close to working in 97 minutes. Yeah. It's like the style helps patch up a lot that the movie leaves blank. Yeah. The other movie that it reminded me of because it is an autobiographical animation movie was Waltz Walt Bashir. Bashir. Yeah. yeah. And that is so specific—the moments that he picks in. Yeah. Like, like that looks. That film is like a chapter on *War and Peace*, and this mm-hmm. is like *War and Peace* in ninety minutes. Yeah. Because literally, you yeah, want to go. Yeah, the The pacing
1: of that is a lot slower even though like they're very they're actually really really comparable cuz i thought i like i always thought about that film and i'm pretty sure i have had the dvd of that as well but i didn't realize that they they actually both came out in the same year and they were distributed by um sony classics as well like they came out the same time but like they were uh, marketed by the same company which i think is quite interesting they are very comparable and also obviously very different not just in their animation style but also in kind of how exactly they're telling the story
0: and I like this more than Waltz of Yeah, I'll so say. do I. Definitely. But I think the Waltz of achieved as far as it could get. The by animation yeah. it got even better than if it was a live action movie. Yeah. And it was as good a movie as it could be. Mm. And I think that this is a really, really good movie that could have been a masterpiece.
2: Yeah. And
0: That's I think that it's just. Uh, a matter of time, like I said, because even when she's growing up as a kid, you don't feel like you show one bombing, but literally it's like two seconds and then that's it. You know, like you don't have the time to grow the fear of the living under uh, an oppressive state. Yeah. And throughout the movie, like it becomes like a combination of things that it creates that fear. But it should be. Right in the beginning, because when she goes to Austria, she already understands what she's leaving behind. Yeah. It's not like that she left as uh, the 10 year old kid.
1: Yeah, she was already a teenager. Yeah, so yeah.
0: there's a, like, she's already a teenager from the revolution to the moment that she emigrates to Austria. So, like, that change in particular is the one that. It's only one animation that is like, oh, I grew boobs and a <laughs> butt <or> whatever. <laughs> that is but one like, of
1: the best representations of puberty happening I think I've ever seen on nose screen. And oh, God, it's so funny. <laughs>
0: but you get like the, the feeling as a person, but not with the background that she has. You know what I mean? Like that she... Yeah.
1: Well, it's all part of her, like the fact that she is in this foreign country going through like the development of an adolescent, but also feeling completely displaced because she's away from her country that like I think displacement is very much a the theme of this that she tries I think because when you see her in Vienna we see her trying like trying to have a new life trying to like work out who she is while in this completely strange environment and also feeling that she's rejecting her old self so like there's a lot of scenes of her um like when she's out and everything and she's um uh, you know, like, people think, that like, she lies about being Iranian because she's so, like, self-conscious about it. So she's, I think part of the, the idea of her spiral is that it's not, I, I don't know, it's not explicit necessarily. That
0: no, it's not that it needs to be explicit. No, I know, but, like... Um, it, it goes from zero to 60. Yeah. So quick. It, it's, I,
1: don't, I don't think it does, though, because but like, it you goes already...
0: From, she seems mildly, mildly... Annoyed at her landlady. That's it. And then when the the last bit ha- happens, like when the strawder broke the camel's back, let's say. Yeah. And she flips off the handle and she runs away. Is the okay? I can buy that scene. Mm. But I don't buy that the next scene she's sleeping in the streets. Yeah. Like even if the 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 moment when she's homeless lasted longer. Yeah. Or became more crazy in the animation as it sometimes does in the movie yeah like to reflect her mental state because that is another thing that the movie does very well yeah yeah, like yeah. Using her mental animation. health is yeah.
1: incredibly um well interestingly different very differently represented as well i think
0: yeah it's a very good portrayal of uh yeah of depression what i like from um hope and glory the the john borman movie is that mm-hmm. you realize how can you're uh,
1: getting a second reference that <laughs> you No, know,
0: it's because it's very similar in the. It's the go to movie uh, about people living in war as civilians and not uh, being yeah, captured, yeah, yeah, yeah. etc. Especially as kids. That it, it creates uh, a world that you can imagine the routine of being in a war or the routine of uh, being a civilian in an oppressive state in this case. Yeah. And. Because the movie has to skip over that because it has so much ground to cover in 97 minutes. Yeah. That it it doesn't have room for those scenes. Yeah. You know, it's that every conversation is relevant to the plot of the movie. Yeah. Every moment is relevant to what's going on. But very on the nose. Not that it's a problem because it's so well done. Yeah. But it's like, I would have liked a little breathing room, but it's still... Get what the director was trying to do, so that's why I say that I really like this incarnation of the movie mm-hmm. uh, because I really like the portrayal of feminism in an oppressed society, and then mm. it really makes you and
1: three generations as well. I think because Iran Ar- is very interesting in how obviously, like between her grandmother and then her mother, you know, and then the kind of the the world that they grew up in, and then separate to her, and that kind of. Um, just the comparisons between them and 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 like how how much of her personality is shaped by her relationship to them like especially the grandmother i think that's really really interesting
0: yeah and it's uh, interesting as well in the historical context that it's one of the weirdest uh, moments in in history let's say Mm. that you have a, a a matriarch in the form of the grandmother yeah who had to wear the veil and had no liberties the mother who had a lot of liberties growing mm, up, and, and the daughter that is regressing. regressing.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's really strange and really interesting because obviously, the but the grandmother is a rebel. Like she's very rebellious, very strong, incredibly part, like strong woman. So you have like, and then like obviously her mother that, despite growing up in a much more free time, is as as passionate and strong. Like that scene whenever they. Uh, they go to the supermarket, is it? And the guy, yeah. the guy, like screams at her, and like oh, it's a pull that her oh, that, her, yeah. that scene whenever they're driving in the car, and her mother is just trying not to cry, and is like furious, and like it's really, it's it, it manages to have three really interesting, complex female characters in a very short running time, and that two characters that are barely, you know, they're not in it as much as the third one. Like, I think it's really well done.
0: And you see, like for example, that that moment there. The, of the supermarket, yeah They're really like, uh, like perfect, okay, really felt what the characters were feeling, really felt the the power of that scene, especially for the mother that it's not you she's not used to that life you know yeah, like, it's yeah. not a, but then you go and see the oppression in Europe that she has is that the two people that are really like racist to her. Not in the sense of not understanding her, that they're properly, your Iranian, and that makes you inferior. Yeah. Is a nun, which is okay, because it's like showing the mirror of uh, religious dogma. Yeah, not yeah. The, she's like,
1: not, she doesn't, she's not selective. She, you know, they're, they're all getting a bashing in this yeah. movie.
0: But then the other only two people that give her stick are clearly assholes. Mm-hmm. That is like the the sister of the uh, absolute douche that tries to pick <laughs> her up in the in the party. <laughs> douche, and it's just like if you're fucking doing your Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> impression, are we, not? <laughs> douche,
2: get it in there where I can.
0: But it's the as a foreign person myself, obviously. <laughs> uh, but it luckily enough, like I can't. Uh, I can't match my experience with somebody that has a different skin color than the native people of that country. Yeah. So, obviously, my experience is not the same as, let's say, a Nigerian person, an Iranian person, or uh, an Indian person coming to Ireland, or any other country for that matter. But it is the fact that the moments of uh, racism or xenophobia that actually hurt is when it comes from people that are not... Mm, assholes yeah and that's what it's w- widespread These people that any other thing in their, uh, in their lives they'll be like the nicest people mm, but, but they, they just have this thing...
1: ingrained uh, like racism that yeah and it's... sometimes it's that
0: casual racism that yeah. comes the same as casual sexism that it's like I'm not being completely misogynistic but I'm yeah, looking but down on you yeah, kind of thing yeah, yeah. And I think that the, that is not portrayed in the movie, and it is the the hardest thing of living away from your country
1: yeah is is that xenophobia
0: yeah, like it th- because it is about identity, as you said the, the, yeah the movie that it does I felt weird, and I think that without time you can't get through that because it has to be like small little things. Mm. That even like the one bit that I thought that they were gonna do something about is like her not speaking German when the the her ho- roommate says something in German to her and then she goes no yeah. and she keeps like goes back to like blow drying her hairy pits. <laughs> <laughs> but like mo- made like a li- like one or two little mean, scenes. But
1: I guess the way she meant it is is kind of like the myrrh of what she experiences in her own country. Because she she has this, like, the way her identity is kind of fractured is that she feels like a stranger in this, in, like, the West, in Vienna. But then she, she starts, she feels like a stranger in Iran as well. So it's like, it's this, you know, like, where this is like the mirror of, of the, not obviously to the same level, but... Sort of showing because what I like about that whole sequence in um Vienna is that you think that she's gonna go and have this beautiful, enlightened experience of like the West and like everything is so free and and like liberal and and socialist or whatever you know what I mean that you think she's gonna have this fantastic experience, but in the end it's it's ultimately just a slightly different experience of her of her home country, which lead like like adds more to her confusion because she left her country hating its oppression and yet then feels like she misses her country. So it's like that that kind of idea of exile. And like I know what you mean about it if, if it had been more subtle um but I, th- I think it because an a lot of um the sort of side incidental characters in this are very not cartoon-i- cartoonized but like um
0: they're broad strokes.
1: Yeah, well they're not yeah, but also that like I I know that um by the time she goes to Vienna, obviously she's um a teenager. She's not a child anymore. But obviously, like this is all about her own perception of things. So kind of in the way that you get to like the crazy extreme of it where she's seeing her boyfriend and he's really ugly and everything. You know, that you're kind of seeing it through her kind of version of events. And never at any point is she saying that this is incredible, you know, that this is factual. This is, you know, no, 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 it's it's incredibly uh, subjective. So I, I don't know, like, that the, everything that's kind of around her, if they are a bit kind of um, heightened or fictionalised, because, uh, like, especially in comparison, and I mean that in comparison to the character, like, her character and the character for her family and her very, the very, very close characters, the important characters in it, obviously. They don't feel fictionalised, but these sort of encounter, like short encounters. You know, kind of like how, because it's sort of like her recounting memories as well. And you know the way, like, when you have a story about something bad that happened to you and every time you think about it and every time that you tell the story, it changes and gets slightly worse or slightly, you know what I mean? And I'm not just directing this at you. Ricardo likes to exaggerate. But in general, the idea of of, of of sort of storytelling, but telling your own story,
0: no, but uh, what I was getting at is not at the what's fictional, what's real. What I'm getting at is Yeah, but is you know what I'm... I mean, that. Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. In the, uh, like...
1: the heightened idea of them being, you know, like that they're just, oh, they're just assholes. Like those girls, they're such bitches or, you know what I mean? That they're yeah, but just shallow, non... But
0: the moments that happen like that, it's because you know that they're not assholes and bitches. yeah that you go and you see them let's say doing something nice and then they turn to you and just because of the way you look it's you, you're going Yeah, just, I know what you mean that it's more powerful. <coughs> the best reference in the movie <coughs> was after the first bombing and there's a shot from above and I was like that looks like a monster movie and then they go in and they sit oh, and watch Godzilla. That's one of
1: my favorite things um actually in this movie is um kind of like not just the fact that this is like stories within stories and like stories within memories and you know there's a lot of different layers Stories of, we tell was this directed by Sarah <laughs> i mean references are you going to get to that though but um as well like the fact that you you do see all this popular culture but it's like uh it's rendered in, in this their animation style so you, like obviously they have um the terminator as well and uh there's some like police procedural like, kind of noir thing that i can't remember what it Columbo. is colombo yeah is it colombo yeah <laughs> Columbo. um Columbo. but i love that like you just get these little shots but it's still within her style but completely recognizable of what as what it is so i i love that i thought I it was following a
0: conversation we had early on today about like just in general brazilian music it just yeah. killed me the when they're walking And robbie down. williams
1: singing in spanish oh
0: yeah <laughs> mejor. Well, when she's walking down like the Black Marketeers that have like the tapes. Uh, things. Those are exactly the music that my mom used to listen to <laughs> in that time. What is it? Like? It's like Julio Iglesias <laughs> and the ABBA. And then it's like, at the end it's J. like... Jekyll Maxim. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then your mom is like, Iron Maiden. <laughs> like, and I love the, the, the points. See, the, the moments on this movie that I like the most yeah. are the little moments. The moments that there's room to breathe that like it, it goes away from the plot of where the character has to get from a to b yeah like um with the grandmother the best bit of all the the war scenes is when they go and buy a hot dog after the movie yeah Or not a hot dog it looks like a hot dog stand no it's in like um uh fried something
1: uh beans it's like a wrap with beans um I can't, yeah, I can't remember what I want.
0: An Iranian hot dog. <laughs> um,
1: Some kind of streetcar food. Uh, yeah,
0: streetcar food, that's what I mean. It's not yeah. like you lift the lid and then you put things <laughs> and it's processed. <laughs> that kind of job. But uh, she's complaining to the, to uh, Mary Jane about uh, the war, how reckless and how uh, useless war is. Mm. And you get that sense of police state, like the how they shoot the cartman yeah, the mm. going like is he gonna run her out to the police, what's <laughs> <going on?"> And <laughs> he then looks he says very shady. Yeah, and then he just goes, You're right, uh hopefully the war will end soon. Mm uh, praise it to be to Allah and she goes the she re- replies the same way. And they leave. And it was like this moment that is perfectly normal, perfectly okay. Mm. There's no tension whatsoever. But if you're looking for tension, because that's what living in fear does to you. Yeah. And Just the
1: overshadowing of um of their situation.
0: Yeah. And even like the last bit when you were talking about how it rushes a bit. Mm. But it has some of the best moments. Like when she drives and takes off her scarf yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. with her friends. That it really gets those little moments. And th- th- that's literally all like mm. more of that that I needed in the movie.
1: Uh, what did you think of the animation?
0: I love that. Absolutely love that. Mm. Uh, even the different styles within the animation, and when they're talking yeah, about history yeah. of Iran and stuff that yeah, you put into like this like, weird, weird.
1: It's like um, it's like a Persian puppetry or something. It's yeah. really really interesting <laughs> yeah. within the
0: animation. Yeah, yeah. Even the that's wh- what I
1: mean of like layers and stories within stories, and that's like a that's like a story within a me- like in a story within a. You know, it's it's really interesting.
0: Yeah, like in the animation is also so. Striking and it's black and white and when it shifts to color which is a hard thing to do in a film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also uh, the the way that it portrays the internal struggle of her at times that it fills in the blanks. Yeah, yeah. That it, um, it's very emotional but at the same emotionless filmmaking. If you're doing a true-to-life story in animation there mm-hmm. must be a reason can't just be, oh, it's cheaper to make it that way. Yeah. This case is that if you were to do the same thing and create the same effect, Mm. but in live action, you would need, like, an orchestra with 20 violins (laughs) in the back, like, big light show, like, close-up or whatever over the top. This can be a lot more subtle.
1: Yeah, subtly. Like, I think the idea of... of, We see it in Walter Bashir as well, and uh, I find this other film actually... um, tower which is a documentary about um yeah yeah made last year i think i was nodding um, emphatically yeah (laughs) sorry i forget that that doesn't come across um but yeah basically you know the idea of using um using animation to uh kind of look at traumatic events through i suppose kind of like another perspective or or make them this was the most kind of like crude way to put it is to make them more palatable that there's 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 basically like you're you're filtering it through another lens essentially where you're not just watching it being represented to you through like um you know live action or whatever you have that kind of prism of the animation to you're able to kind of like experience because there's an awful lot of um there's not an awful lot but there are scenes of um of violence and, and of the war um which i think are really really striking and really really like affecting as well like kind of like with the gas masks and um It made me think as well of Waltz of Bashir, the dogs, whenever they're running through, obviously, like a minefield or whatever, and it's kind of the figures, and they all, every one of them explodes. You know, like this really stark, the kind of thing that would, it it manages to be affecting, but not, not like, um, emotionally manipulative in the way that live action can be. Um, But I think um, what's interesting about this as well is um, how... This is autobiographical and made and by the person that it's about telling her own life story, and yet isn't considered a documentary. But Waltz with Bashir is. And
0: it's because uh, Waltz with Bashir is actually. Uh, yeah, they're actual,
1: they're actual interviews. Yeah, about.
0: and also it's a recorded fact. That this is like there. Do you feel it's
1: too subjective to you?
0: Yes, the documentaries are basically a form of journalism more than anything else.
2: Yeah. Well, this
0: is this is more like the adaptation of a memoir. Yeah. Like that, you don't. If you, it it is. How can I put it? It's an adaptation of a nonfiction story.
1: Yeah, but I just I think it's interesting though that because Walter Bashir is so much based on on memories and the fact that documentary is cons like especially now becoming more and more blurred and have, well at the same time like has always been in, you know in a lot of ways very subjective and i just yeah i i don't i wouldn't call this a documentary but i think it's closer to a documentary than p- people would initially think
0: yeah but it's like anything that is close to, like, if you see any movie that is really based on somebody's life. Yeah. It's closer to a documentary than a completely fictional movie. Yeah, but it's like it's, no, it's, the it's, no, it's the
1: fact that it's autobiographical as well. This is like, not someone th- adapted someone else. You know what I mean? Like it's but it's it's autobiographical and also she's half directing it. It's like she's you know what I mean? Like it's, But there's
0: a lot of uh, directors that actually have done like autobiographical movies that they wrote and directed. This yeah. is weird because it came as well from her book. So <laughs> yeah. it's like three steps, but yeah, yeah. like for example just to name another one, <laughs> Hope and Glory again <laughs> is an autobiographical look at the childhood of John Burman. He only changed the names, yeah. s- so uh, oh, like I people would be that. growing up. I didn't know that. So it it is like, is it a documentary? No, because it 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 just feels a little bit more like documentary here mm. because it is a an animation. What animation does is that it in a strange way, removes the artifice yeah. of movie making. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, that's... Um, because you it, don't it,
0: think about, like, oh, those costumes are yeah, good. Yeah. Or exactly. Like, think...
1: that, that's why I actually really want to see Tower because, um, just for anyone who doesn't know what it is, it's a, it's a documentary um, about, um, I think, the first recorded one of the the, the um... the big mass shooting in yeah but it was in 1966 so it's all these interviews with people that are um
0: in a texas university and yeah so
1: this is like 50 years ago so people who are you know you'd like basically recounting the events of this horrible day but it's done through animation so kind of actually reminded me a bit of the arbor sort of but
0: um which I haven't seen. Yes.
1: <laughs> but uh yeah, like just it's, it is really interesting how animation is becoming more and more used. And you see it as well kind of in things where it's not the entire thing is animation, but they do uh like dramatic reconstructions through animation and stuff, which works in some sometimes and doesn't in others depending on kind of the the quality of the writing and, and then the quality of
0: um or even a live action. Uh, I'm thinking of a film, I don't know the name of it. Um, if this was a documentary, it would be the best documentary effect for the podcast so far. Uh, but Stiff competition. But the, the, well, like, I don't think it's a, yeah, not that close to the documentary because it doesn't, like, name actual names and doesn't, like, dates and, like, even each battle that they fight in the war where it is set Mm. so that's what I mean you
1: think that's necessary to make it a documentary
0: it is necessary because it no longer becomes something that you can like rearrange that this bombing happened after this event Mm. is that you can reinterpret the events but you can't just manufacture or change the order of events in the documentary if you're ethically (laughs) correct I'm not talking about a fucking Bill O'Reilly documentary now (laughs) Papa Bear. Uh, (laughs) Um, I really like the uh, the portrayal of family in this, and as well like the 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 the, the modern society complains so much about uh, radical Islam, with obvious reasons. But not only radical Islam, but like really devout Islam. Yeah, which are not the same thing. Which are not the same thing, but they're lumped together as the same thing. Yeah. By a lot of people.
2: Yes. <laughs> Most people.
0: But when you think about this, is like, yeah, uh, the Nazis were worse. <laughs> no, it's that they go like, I don't understand how you could live that way. Yeah. And when in our own century as yeah. Westerners, we had a far worse one. Because it wasn't even like giving away your rights. Mm. You're giving away everybody else's rights with it. Yeah. So I'm not saying that it's like defending any side, but I'm just saying like society in general tends to forget that yeah, yeah. nobody's better short, than the other. Yeah, so we it's... have
1: short memories as well, like and and it is that weird uh, inferiority or inferiority superiority complex that the West has that we are so advanced and and not just like you know technologically or or. You know, it, it's, it's that we are advanced morally.
0: Yeah, this movie is set in like in the 80s and they're getting divorced. In Ireland, you couldn't do that. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> is that a sign of moral uh, <laughs> superiority? No, no, but in
0: the sense of like, uh, because both are religion oppressions, because like yeah. marriage nowadays is a government contract. So it's, it's the religious dogma of even Catholicism and Buddhism, whatever, you can take anything to an extreme. Yeah. And I think that this movie shows how not a huge percentage of Iran would feel that way. But the people that hold the guns feel that way. Yeah. And it takes bravery as uh, her grandmother says that it's like a really bravery to stand up and fight for something as small as your sweatpants. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's the that th- those moments when it's in the movie I'm like like yeah, literally fist bumping yeah. I'm like, Oh this movie is so good and yeah. then by the moment that I stop fist bumping it's like ten years up fast in the movie. <laughs>
1: um yeah, the character of the grandmother though is just is just great.
0: She's amazing. I yeah. could watch an entire movie just based on her. And yeah. Except they're... for the one scene that was really weird when they're talking to her, her boobies <laughs> when they're just like lying there. I don't
1: know though. I kinda it's weird, but it kind of works though. Because the whole thing of like the flowers and it, it it's so it's such a potent memory. You know what I mean? That it's obviously because it's a bit weird, but it, it is that like she's such a weird, like sort of strange, eccentric character, but like smell is a is like because it's the flowers yeah, they're, they're and everything, crazy. like it's it's such a strong evocative thing and it is the kind of thing that like for my like grannies that there are certain smells. It's because of like different certain products they used or you know what I mean? That you really kinda like um it it could it, it, it just it really um it works and it manages to be uh like evocative and then also because of like the visuals are really like uh...
0: the only huge problem that I had with this movie Yes. No, no, no. That that was clearly a joke. Uh Like, (laughs) it it is period correct. Like, m- most people used to, like, be ashamed of ABBA as they are nowadays to, like, in Justin Bieber or something.
1: <laughs> Don't you knock the Biebs. <laughs>
0: you know, like, it's, oh, yeah, that's good pop, but I'll just listen to it and not let anybody know that I like it. <laughs> because yeah. I might be, like, a pariah suddenly. But my uh, only major issue I have is that last line in the movie when it goes back to the to the Jasmine thing. Is the only misstep, mm. like, the, of what it is in the movie. Mm. Because I got that without that line.
1: Yeah, it's not really necessary. It's
0: sitting there in the car. And I was thinking, because, like, right before that, she's like, my grandmother died. And I couldn't go to the funeral. Yeah. And I'm like, the smell of granny. And, mm. like, you were saying, all this experience. And then she's sitting in the airport. And... That is the flashback, flash forward that she's sitting there and I'm like, What's in her head? So it's not just leaving home, is not being there for the yeah. biggest event that has happened with her outside. And I was like, Oh, that is so powerful. Mm. That is amazing and then cuts back to the fucking pedals falling. It's like, <laughs> oh for fuck's sake It's like Wait to hit him in the head with a hammer, and they don't even say the complete quote, yeah,, and oh.
1: I do like though that um, for a movie that is very much about like journey and and transition and and um kind of it, it's interesting how this ends, and that it is quite open ended that you you can you feel that her journey continuing on afterwards, like that it's she's you know what I mean it's not like she made this when she was kind of like at the end of her life or looking back on her you know what i mean like she's she's still quite young whenever she made this and that sort of like the character that she is within the airport say you know what i mean that if it, it doesn't it doesn't feel like um a kind of a an open closed
0: well the ending reminded me to the ending of the terminal <laughs> peace and quick
1: Mother of God.
0: Well, like, this is far better than the not Terminal. On that note... Uh, and there was one last thing that I wanted to say. Okay. That with the black and white photography, reminded me of Vim Vanders. Oh. And the sense of, like, not only, like, Wings of Desire and um, Alice in the Cities yeah. and Paris Texas, that Vim Vanders always said that the reason or kings of the there, that like he liked road movies that mm. this kind of feels like a road movie because it's so episodic is that it's always the journey of the people that is the interesting thing yeah like the not the, the, the physical journey change. itself yeah and even like the the expressionistic style of this movie really gets there but i think it gets to it that it it hit a chord with me that it made mm. me like I watched it yesterday, and I was thinking about the whole movie today and yesterday as well. And it is incredible, pr- incredibly powerful. And I would recommend it to yeah, anybody yeah, that is definitely. interested in. <laughs> the reason type. I picked it. <laughs> yeah, like there's so much more we haven't talked about. Yeah, like even how men don't fucking decide not men but like men as a race that is like if you got have a good. Fuck the other side. Like, that the dudes are okay mm. in this movie. Yeah. They're wearing jeans and tight pants, uh <laughs> showing their crotches. And they're like. <laughs>
1: that little cut to when they're all just sprawling in the college, and she's like, the fuck is this?
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, suddenly making a little bit of banco, It's going to make yeah, them. Yeah uh about war in itself there's about like family and love that we didn't even touch that much upon the, because so you much ranted of the movie.
1: for about 20 minutes <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes i did <laughs> i hold my hands up <laughs> but but at the same time i don't no, because all of these are revolved around the same issue as well yeah yeah what I'm saying.
1: all these things could all be even things. better if they just had more time yeah um
0: it's like yeah. life cut short.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. What was your favorite thing about the movie? The grandmother. That's my answer, too. <laughs> um,
0: I think it's, it'd be easy, the Marjane character, to say that it, it is your favorite character, but at the same way it's the writer depicting herself on screen. Yeah. And I think that is... It feel honest, but as well because nobody else has that depth. yeah, it feels also a bit clawing in a way.
1: yeah, it could it's funny though how, especially as a child, she that character could have been so annoying, like she's so precocious and you know what I mean, and like you can imagine the live action version of this um you can, Dakota fighting playing her yeah ex- exactly like and, and oh even god even though she's not a writer even, even <laughs> it's something like the nice guys where like the daughter and that is just like uh, just almost like yeah that that <coughs> it could so easily have been that but I think it it's not but I, I, I agree with you that um the character of the grandmother is just because she is she's just so much depth to her like I think it's interesting as well like how um kind of the whole thing of like I of uh of her identity and the creation of, of her identity and her like morality and strength is very much influenced ultimately by the female characters and by her grandmother and by, you know, like how whenever she comes back to Iran and she has that kind of uh, experience of like blame, you know, completely blaming this guy on the street and throwing him in it basically for her own gain and the fact that her grandmother is just like no like you're, you're not you're being an awful person yeah you're not being true to yourself basically in that that you know and, and it's it's very well-rounded kind of um she she wants her to be that well-rounded person of character she
0: wants to uh, uh, uh to reach her potential
1: yeah not not just to be like you know anti-authoritarian or, or whatever like she wants her to become a person of substance she's
0: so bitchy to her other grandkids <laughs> are, as, oh, she's ugly now she has a beard and, uh,
2: <laughs> so funny I,
0: I did not appreciate though sorry the only other misstep that I'm oh, gonna geez. have but it's it, like so minor because it's like literally ten seconds or something. Is <laughs> like, the the Obi Wan Kenobi moment when <laughs> the, the grandmother shows up out of nowhere like as a shadow and is like, "My what are you doing?" And it's like, "Yeah, this is not the movie." The <laughs>
1: I feel like um, the worst crime that a filmmaker can commit is to make an almost amazing movie in your book. <laughs> no, it's not. Like,
0: no, this is an amazing movie. <sighs> but how can I say it? It is amazing, but because the it is so open for me. Yeah. What is the issue? Like, if it was something hidden somewhere, I'd be like, I have no gripes about the movie. I don't know why it's not a masterpiece. Mm. But I really, really liked it. For this, is like, I wish that there was more of it. Like, it's not the the frustration I usually get. Is that,
1: is that your least favorite thing? Obviously. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, no, it, but, but it's also a favorite thing because... The it's movie the pot- was so good that potential. you wanted that. Yeah. Okay. It's that like if I had left the movie and said, "Yeah, I wish that the movie was ten minutes shorter." Yeah. I'm coming out going like, make it <laughs> as more, long as more. possible.
1: <laughs> I wanted t- twelve episode mini series. Like, it,
0: it made me want to read the book. Yeah. The graphic novel is supposed to be very good. Uh, and also, like, made me think of Mouse.
1: Yeah, that's the other influencer. Well, yes, yeah, was influencing. I'm pretty sure she said that that it is an influencer. And again, like sort of dealing with atrocities through animation. Th- yeah, or through um uh. Yeah, but but just drawings. to
0: finally get me, because you it seems that I've come across this pissy today, and well, I, I think it's just passionate. It's like I when know, you I, you're, I know where you're you have you're coming a good from friend and they're just like you don't want him to come second. You want him to come first, you know? <laughs> What's, What's your least favorite thing?
1: <laughs> um, hmm, probably the, the ending. I, I I feel like it just doesn't quite get the ending. I, I it just, I, I would have liked it to be about 10 minutes longer. And then I do agree with you as well on the very, very end that it, it hammers home. But, um, other, other than that, um, I, despite agreeing with you, I, I love this for what it is, for, for what it is completely, you know what I mean? It's, 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 a ch- if it a, was a child, if it was my child, like, I accept it with its, with its, what I think, or what I consider to be small flaws, because I think it is a triumph in a lot of ways, and...
0: I my child, <laughs> Sorry, I ever thought that somebody says child, I have to do my Daniel plane view. <laughs>
1: yeah so uh that was uh persepolis which ricardo
0: t- loved something
1: um no, i loved that movie. i know i know i know, no, I know, I I know it's, okay, it. it's okay it's okay it's okay it's okay um
0: <laughs> go back to your cage ricardo go back
1: to your cage um so uh <clears throat> next week's film is ricardo's pick and it is
0: It's ted kotchev's waking fright from australia aussie 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 oi oi oi
1: this is look how we're doing like new zealand and australia and we're you know we need to get like a map of the world and put a pin in for every uh yeah uh, that's actually
0: a good idea because like
1: realistically not that many of them are on like you know the continent of north america so (laughs) i think we're doing quite well we even got to canada this is do we yes oh yes Uh... (laughs) like two episodes ago
0: <laughs> yeah, but like uh, it wasn't very polite, so it, it made me okay. think of Canada.
1: Anyways, um, <laughs> so where can they find us, Ricardo?
0: They can find us on Facebook uh, on the Recommendation Game page. Uh, they can find us on Twitter at the Rec Game and uh, the Recommendation Game at Gmail dot com if you want to send a longer message. And I was Ricardo Rambling Deacon.
1: <laughs> I was Orla Magnus